Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the gaming advice podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, specifically, Raxabo's problem. What, what, why is that? Oh, he's forgotten already. Last week, have you forgotten? Oh, you? yes, of course, I do remember. <laughs> now you remember. Last week, we left the, the listeners on a cliffhanger, Dennis. Previously on Scrammy River. For the people who are just going through and like listening to the back catalogue of this, they'll be like, yeah, I hadn't forgotten. What are you talking about? I've, I, I finished listening to that episode literally 30 seconds ago. Nah, man, in our world, di- years have passed. Empires have risen and fallen in the time between now and last week's episode. Quite seriously, though, I do want to give you and me, Dennis, a big pat on the back for remembering because mm. I think the chances were we weren't going to, but we did. I appreciate you sharing that pat in the back with me because that was all you, buddy. And well, I think it's okay you know for the audience to know that. A, a team effort, Dennis, much like... So much so that you started the podcast, it's in the dark, and you're like, oh, Raxabo's question. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> But it is a team effort, Dennis. We split everything in this show 50-50, don't we? Related to that, Riley. Go on. Nice segue, very, very much, into our sponsorship. With yes. One and only com. Use coupon code SMART or just go to scrammyriver.com to support the show. And mwah, brilliant news coming in off the front lines here, Riley. Beep, 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 beep. I'm not happy Special bulletin. I know what this is going to be and I don't like it. Coupon code Riley Knight dates... 6th of October to 13th of October. Two uses. Coupon code Scrimey River. Date 6th of October to 13th of October. Seven uses. I don't like it. The smarmy knows no bounds, right? <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, at least they're not going and using someone else's code altogether just to like really get one up. Me, I mean, they, they like, could. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe there's people who say, you know what? I should two, check. I should check on code limited resources. Actually, that might be them. <laughs> bickering over their coupon code. It's put me off. I'm going to go and I'm going to go and use a long and inconvenient one like uh, LR. Yeah, or LSV or LVD or Voxy or something. I've just got all the time in the world to type out S-M-A-R, these. S M A R, baby. You don't need to type it. Go just go to scrumriver.com. Bookmark that. Never go to shopfub.com again. Just go to scrumriver.com. It's the same thing. We cloned all the content and all the listings onto our own website. Yeah, it's, it seems like a lot of work. All that extra service space and everything, just paying <laughs> yeah, for well, all. Yeah, well, you know. Manually updating. All, like when a card sells on channelfireball.com, you have to re- you know make the update on scrumriver.com. Right, seven sales a week. You can't argue with those numbers. I mean, that, those numbers coming in. That, that's coming in hot. Unbelievable. Um, Dennis, I received an interesting email today. Oh, yesterday oh. it was actually. Sorry. Is it from me? Uh, so what normally happens, revered listener is I get an email every week from one Gabby Sparts and it's always entitled What's Cooking at CFB? Mm-hmm. Now I don't want to I don't want to throw shade at Gabby. Very rarely or or CFB in general, very rarely is anything cooking. I've never received any food whatsoever from from this email at all. So it is a lie. It's a lie baked in an untruth. <laughs> Usually, instead, well, it's a, if it was baked in an untruth, that would satisfy your need for cooking at the very least, right? Oh, that's that's very true. Okay, maybe so. Maybe the only thing that's being cooked up here is a big lie, big pot of lies. Very good. Um, because there's never any cooking, and it's always just boring stuff about like I don't know ads and stuff that's happening at Channel Five. It should be called "What's Happening at Channel Five, because that'd be much more accurate. Anyway, I didn't get it from Gabby this week. She's what slacking. Happened? I don't know. She's not not at her desk. What e- Dennis? Emailing. What, what could have possibly? What happened? could she be doing that would be more important than sending me marketing updates from Channel Five What mm. possible thing could have happened in her life to to have dragged her away from sending this uh, this weekly email? Who can truly say? Lost to the sands of time. No one knows. Well, in case you actually don't know, she she had a kid, which is, I guess, I don't know. Is it an important life? It's it's. I guess having having no children, Dennis. I I have no way to know. No way of knowing. I assume it changes your life not at all. 
I, I assume that it is it is but a blip on the radar, mm-hmm. unlike the What's Cooking at Channel Fireball emails, which are... <laughs> a bastion. Set you watch to them. <laughs> uh, anyway, congratulations, Gabby. Congratula- congratulations, Luis. Um, I am disappointed they didn't go with Riley as a name for their newborn child. It, it is Santi instead, I believe. Look, it's a fine name. It's a fine name. Certainly not criticising the name on its own merits in a vacuum. Totally acceptable name. Correct number of letters, at least. Got nine mm-hmm. there. Found of that as well. Riley, however, it's a name for all seasons. Works for all genders. Very powerful, very strong name. And can I tell you, any expecting parents out there, I offer very competitive licensing fees for it. So <laughs> if, uh, if you're interested, uh, please get in touch. Anyway, instead, sorry, the roundabout point that I'm trying to make here is that instead this What's Cooking at CFB email came from some joker called mm-hmm. Penis Stranjack. Yep. Sorry, that's a D. Dina Strand. Oh, it's oh, it's you. <laughs> it's me. Riley. Oh, it's you, Dennis. Sorry, I didn't recognise because it's got this photo that I've never seen of you before. Um, so, Dennis, what is cooking? Seeing as you're the you're in charge of these emails now, <laughs> not now. I can tell that you didn't you didn't send this. This is not a bespoke email. This is a this no, is no. A- you, I sent this directly to you. I always I always call you. Hey, folks. So when Dennis <laughs> sent me this email, hey everyone, I'm sure lots of you saw Gabby's announcement. I'll be covering her while she's taking she's off taking care of baby Santi. Many of you know me or have met me, but for those of you who don't, what? We, well, I just wanted to be sure. Maybe you were forgetful. We maybe you thought every- it was from my maybe maybe you thought it was from alter ego penis stranger. <laughs> <laughs> penis Str- Did you get a lot of that as a kid? Yes, yeah, obviously. <laughs> my name isn't even one letter because I have my, Dennis spelled with one N. My yeah. name, my name. You don't even have to change that. You just have to flip it letter upside down to make it yeah. penis stranger. It's so good. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. like it. Can I tell you, Dennis loves a jape and a jest and a joke. I don't think he's enjoying penis stranger. That's fine. I, I think. Oh dear. Okay, I'll leave penis stranger alone. Sorry, mate. My rage is untethered and my hate knows no bounds. Anyway, what's going on, mate? Tell us about tell about tell about channelfiber.com. What what is cooking? Bust them out, Roddy. Bust out the wacky, wavy, waving arm inflatable tube men. Oh, you got them out in the front of the warehouse because of Marketplace Madness. Because of Marketplace Madness. It's coming off the rails. It is. You should be using... I don't know why... Why are wacky, waving, inflatable arm tube tube men... Why are they restricted to, like, carpet sales, warehouses, and and used car sales sales places? Why aren't you using them at channelfiber.com? Well, first of all, I don't think you can walk up to the warehouse and go, Hello, I'd like a soul ring, please. No, I, I don't think we not. have that function. I mean, we have a game store. I guess that's basically what that model yeah, is, right? Pop, pop one of them out the front there. Anyway, Marketplace Band is still going on. What, what can you win? Uh, I mean, look at this email. Fresh, is- fresh set of giveaways this week, Riley. Oh, even more. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, they refresh every week. So this is not, this is, so obviously big major prize, Charizard. Um, Charizard, the An Lotus. actual real life Charizard. Been, yeah, we'll, we'll drop it at your house, air, air freighted in. It's been uh, bred in in John Sasso's secret laboratory in his, mm-hmm. in his volcano lair. Um, he but no, sailed the, the, out there the on the player experience, and <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, Riley. Because our podcast comes out on a Thursday, gone. When you hear this, oh yeah, you got to drop everything and go shop right now to get these prizes. When do they? When do they refresh? We're giving them away on Thursday, giving them away on Friday. And there's, different, there's a weekend refresh, and then the new a new ones coming on Monday. Okay, all right, all right. So what do we got this week? Be, be we swift. got, we got. While Dennis is looking that up, I'll remind you that it's not only Charizard, but also an Alpha um, Return to Wraith. A welcome to Wraith, sorry. Return to Wraith coming later. Um, <laughs> we've only been there once. Uh, and a Black Lotus. Unlimited Black Lotus. Also up for grabs. Anyway, Dennis, go ahead. We have what appears to be, and I can't tell because the image is confusing. Uh, this is, I blame Wizards for this. In a Stribendi Hump box of collector boosters. Are they the big, tall, purple ones? 
Ah, yes, me, a person who is colorblind and also size blind. I can't tell if I'm purple blind. and tall. That's impossible. Size blind. Yeah, it's a box of Benahan Collector Boosters. And, Riley, you know what they come with? Go on. A foil soul ring signed by Jimmy and Josh. Jimmy and Josh? Jimmy and Josh. Your mum lets you have both hosts both? of the command? Jimmy and Josh um, in this economy? Um, unbelievable. All right. That's a pretty good prize. Mm, so how do I win that? Just all you got to do is buy something on the marketplace, man. Every $10 you spend cancels an entry for that, for that day and for every subsequent day until the end of October. Oh, I remember that. Why did you the put this in? The earlier you buy, a, the better. such a stupid rule. Why did you put this in? What do you mean? Because, look, you... Because otherwise they won't spend more money. Is that true? I don't well, think it's because true. Because you go, oh, buy a thing now and it'll it's a ticket for it. No, Dennis, you've got you to bake in the obsolescence. This is what big Mm-mm. tech does, you know? You buy Mm-mm. a phone, two people, years later, battery doesn't work. Well, you've got to buy a new buy phone. Buy early, buy hard. That's the no, the, we're, not selling, we're not selling cast iron cookware here, Dennis. We want the wheels to fall off. Anyway, we'll circle back to this. We'll get that There's changed. There's also boxes of Evolving Skies every day, a box of Unlimited Welcome to Wraith, including an exclusive Full Art Ghostly Visit for the Fab fans, and a box of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Maximum Gold, just by the Ma- way. Maximum Gold? I believe that is the name of this set. Is it Maximum? <laughs> not Partial Gold. It's called Maximum Gold, yeah. Certainly not Minimum Gold. Yu-Gi-Oh! Maximum Gold. Maximum Gold. Right, I want you to... <laughs> this is a hell of a box. Unbelievable. All right, um, let's go. Dennis. Full details at channelfarm.com slash madness. Or just go to scrambyover.com and just buy whatever takes your fancy. Pick up a box to draft with your friends. Pick up some singles to fill out your commander deck. Maybe try Flesh of Blood. Maybe try Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe try Pokemon. Now's the time. Get in there. Can we go tonight? Now, people have been clamoring, Dennis, for this question for Rexibo. We've built it up like you wouldn't believe. And whoo-hoo. It is we a... Even did the, we even did the thing that they do on like American TV shows where we were like coming up after the break. And then yeah. we did our ad read. And now the... And now... At long last, the question for Rexhaber, which we have built up to the point that now that when we read it, it will just, I mean, it's just a regular advice question. Video game advice mm-hmm. request, please. I have a backlog of games mm-hmm. to play with recent releases I've purchased, but nonetheless, I still bought the Mass Effect Legendary Collection when it was on sale on PlayStation Network. I know nothing about Mass Effect other than the name and the great ratings. My question is, do I wait on playing the new releases to play these well-known, hopefully great games, or do I wait until I played the new releases I purchased? The new releases are Kena. Bridge of Spirits and Deathloop. Now, I had to look up Kena Bridge of Spirits. It looks amazing. It looks very right a game. It looks it looks like a Pixar film that has been made into an action-adventure video game, and I love the look of it. Uh, Deathloop we've already talked about on the podcast a little bit. Riley, you've played Mass Effect, right? I have played 1, 2, and I've played the first 15 minutes of 3. I have never played a single Mass Effect game. Have you not? You've never masked no. an effect? So let me tell you what Mass Effect's about. Oh, okay? here we go. This is very good. I, this, is the, this is reverse Yu-Gi-Oh. Let's go. So Mass Effect, you play... As Commander Shepard, yes, who do. can look like and be any gender or anything you want. Now, now, which of the two Shepherds is best? Is it is is Fem Shep or Mask Shep better? I, they're equal. I don't no, know. No, no. What's what's the broad community consensus as to who you should pick? I have no idea. Fem Shep. Fem Shep. I know Mask Shep is the one that's on the box. <laughs> um, Jennifer Hale's voice acting. Mm. Oh, much better. Okay, really, really good. Uh, it's not that the other one's terrible or anything. It's Trash. Got gotcha. you. No, definitely not saying that. But broadly speaking, if you want a, if you want a, a very rich um, uh, voice character experience, Femship, all the way. Let's go. Well, Riley, you know I'm a big fan of Jennifer Hale. Yes. Yeah, she's been in Metal Gear Solid. She's Naomi Hunter and she's Emma. That was what I was just looking up. I was yeah. like, who are you in this? I know. You, oh, wow. Dennis looking it up. Fake fan. All right. Anyway, what else do you know about Mass Effect? I know that you have to, in Mass Effect 2, you have to drive around planets and it's really annoying. 
And I want to say it's <laughs> called. Did, the, it's, I want to say you're looking like, for like traveling, between, traveling between planets is pretty sound in all the Mass Effect games, but no, you're talking about getting down in the tank and the, going. Uh, yeah. this, is it called the Mako? Uh, yes, it is called the Mako. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you drive around. And you're like, oh, I'm trying to get all these materials Scanning out. Scanning materials. Yep. Um, I know that in three, they you just scan the planets from like up from orbit because they were like people hated that. Get rid of it. I've never played three, so I don't know. I know that you can have sex with basically anybody. Um, or at least a wide variety of people. Yeah, you've got a, you've got a, a, you've got, a, you've got a, a, there's, a, there's a wealth of romance options. There is a, there's a, 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 a lovely big buffet. Yes, you can have sex with a guy who looks like a minotaur, but that might actually have been in Witcher Three. I'm not sure. I don't think you can do. I don't think there's a minotaur character. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a maybe I'm a fake Mass Effect fan, but I, I, I never, know, I never rooted the minotaur. I know you're N seven and all that, and I know that you have mm, that doesn't factor in very much. That's just no. the thing on the side of the ship. Yeah. What are the two options? It's something and something. Yes, the two like options and, generally do tend to be something and something. It's yep. it's not Paladin. It's something. No, it's like very that. close to Paladin though. It begins with a P. Yeah. Oh my God! What is it? And then it's like Rogue or whatever. Mm, oh, you, it's interesting. You've got the you've got the first letters correct on both. It's Paragon Reneg- and Renegade. Renegade, Renegade yeah. yeah. Paragon, yeah. Paragon and Renegade. Which is like your good and bad choices. Basically, yeah. And then I know at the very end, none of it matters and everybody hated it. Uh, I haven't finished Mass Effect 3, so I don't know. Um, I've tried playing Mass Effect 3, I think, four, maybe three times, and I've never got off Earth. I've just... So, if what I just said tickles your fancy, dump everything and go play Mass Effect, because I think Ma- it's pretty much all the selling points of the game. Well, Yeah. There was one thing that you missed that I was going to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the true test of the of the Mass Effect uh, fan. What is Commander Shepard's favorite shop on the Citadel? I don't, I, I don't know. So there's this thing you can do. It's very funny. There's a point. In, I think it's Mass Effect Two. You you get to the Citadel, which is basically like the Coruscant of the world, right? Of, right? So that's this. It's it's a, not a planet, but whatever. And you can go into these shops, like in any RPG, and you can buy stuff and sell stuff, obviously, right? But because you're a bit of a hero at this point, and people know who you are, they'd be like, oh, you're Commander, you're the famous Commander Shepard. If you agree to do a voiced recording of you saying, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite shop in the Citadel, right? They give you a discount. Can you do it for all of them? And then when you do it with one of the shops, Dennis, when you walk into the shop, right, instead of going, boom, boom, you know how like sometimes, or a yeah. bell ring or anything, it goes, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite shop in the Citadel. And you can do it. With every single shop on the Citadel. So, the advantage every is shop. you I'm get good. a discount at every single shop, but the disadvantage is every time you walk into any shop in the Citadel, I'm Commander Shepard, and this I is my favorite shop it. in the Citadel. <laughs> is the same recording every time? It's the same recording every time. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, do, I'll do recording promoting your shop, no problem. Great. So, what can you get into the booth? No, no, no. Just ask uh, Steve next door. He's already got one. Next door, yeah. yeah. Uh, ask Steve disc- discount laser cannon emporium because he, <laughs> that was my favorite shop. Obviously, I'll be asking him to delete that recording. Um, so, good. so to return to Rexabo's question, this is a classic. Th- this is every, all gamers do this, right? Like, have these games that they buy that stay that then get their list, and like, ooh, but I want this new shiny game that's on sale, or this another thing I'm going to play. I'll play, and then you instead of actually playing either of them, you debate for ages as to whether one, which one you should actually play. Steam library problem. Yeah. So, what do you do here, Dennis? Do you? Let, let's. I take, tend to play the most if in this situation, which happens to me a couple times. I tend to play the whatever the most zeitgeisty thing is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. so that I can have conversations with people about it. Because look, no, be talk- no one will be talking about Deathloop in, in six months, or even if they are, it'll be less people. But let me tell you, you're already late to the Mass Effect train. You're not going to catch up on that. That's fine. Yes, but go on. 
But not, what I mean is playing it now and playing it in six months doesn't matter. Playing Deathloop now is more, a better experience than playing it in six months. That's, yeah, you might, that's true. You, you might even already be late to the Deathloop train if only we'd answered this question a week earlier. A week earlier would have been, I think, the perfect sweet spot. Perfect time. Perfect but time. I, I think Dennis has a good point. And, and with this situation in particular, yeah, Mass Effect is that good. Mass Effect is that, like, it's not a Halo. It's not a Metal Gear Solid. It's not like, oh, maybe it is. I appreciate it's, you lumping that lumping those two together. I know you don't mean it, but I I, I appreciate it. No, I do. I do mean it in the sense that they are both like legendary video game franchises. Sure, okay. Not in terms of my enjoyment of them. <laughs> 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 I think Metal Gear Solid is is certainly a should we say a tier two in terms of all timer. I wouldn't. Would you not? No. It's very famous and popular. I would say it's a tier one. It's not a tier one. It's, a tier it's one. not yeah. a Doom Halo real, real, MGS. It's re- real talk. Tier one is probably just like Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty, unfortunately. Okay, sure. So it's a tier three then. Fortnite, like yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it depends what you tier. Well, yeah. I think Halo and Metal Gear are in the same tier. Would you not have them in the same tier? You said it was a tier two. You said Metal Gear was a tier two game. No, I said Metal Gear and Halo are in the same tier. Oh, I thought. Oh, then never mind. No, it's a tier one game then for you. What? I okay. I had Halo and Metal Gear Solid at tier one. Okay, then you I have now created another tier on top of that, which has COD zero. And, and GTA yeah. in it, right? A tier which, zero. Yeah. When I think about it, is probably fair enough. So if that's tier zero. That's tier one. So you're trying to play Mass Effect? Is that what the question I'm saying was? Mass Effect is okay. Forget the numbers. I think you said I think you said Metal Gear instead of Mass Effect one time. And that's what we're, right. That I'm saying that Mass Effect is one step down. Agreed. From Agreed. Halo and yes, I'm saying it's one step down. Yes. What else is in it? What else is in there? I think The Witcher might be in there. The Witcher probably is in there. Yeah. The Witcher has two mediocre games and one incredible game. Um, I, I wasn't even counting one and two. I, I, I meant just Wild Hunt. <laughs> the only Witcher game. Where'd they put a three on it? That's odd. Two is fine. It's not great. I've, 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 well, it's just old, right? One's unplayable because it's old. One's unplayable because it's old. I tried playing it. It's just, yeah. Two's fine. Two's okay. It's weird. Weird game. Um, So in this situation here, I think Dennis has a point in the sense that, like, no matter when you play Mass Effect, you're always going to have people around who are going to be like, oh, man, what a game. I'd love to talk about mm-hmm. it with you, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas Deathloop, it's like it has a little more immediacy to it. How big is Keena Bean? I hadn't heard of it before this question. I looked it up. It seems great, but like it's, it's not. It's pretty big, but if you're like in the PlayStation world. Right, yeah. Which you're not. Not as really. Much no. as I, I mean, am. I have a PlayStation, but yeah. I haven't played it. I, haven't played. I think it's only on PS5, though. Mm-hmm. I think so. Otherwise, I'd probably want to be playing it. So I'd probably go, yeah, I think Dennis makes a good point. Like, you want to play what sort of more zeitgeisty. Do you know what the tiebreaker is for me personally? Oh. Whatever has a shorter play time. Also true. I do that one first. Well, that's Deathloop for sure. That's yeah. a relatively short game. Like, if I'm torn between starting two different games, I will play the one that has a shorter play time first because that means that I will have got to the second one faster. I don't know why I use that justification. Now I'm trying to figure out why. You're trying to get. You're trying to get. It's just to satisfy your brain. You're trying to get things ticked off the list as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, a friend, I say friend, someone I know, John Nowitt, right, a mod in my um, Discord and Twitch channel. He shared his backlog of games, Dennis. His like to playlist. It was dire. I think well, it's just never, that, that's just a fake list, and it's just never going to get through it. Well, th- what we did as a, as a community, we went through and we pruned it. It was actually really fun. There were about fifteen of us in the Discord, and we went through, and people were like, I've played this. Don't bother. It's terrible, mm, right? Mm. I was like, this one, get it up there. You've got to play this game, da, 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 da. And then we went and sorted the game, like on my suggestion, we went and sorted them by how long to beat playtime, right? And so he then got like a list of the 10 games that he was going to play in order. And it took this backlog of like 
60, 70, 100, however many games it was, all sorted by like console and genre yep. and all that sort of stuff. Because why would you bother playing a game when you could sort the list of games you want to play mm-hmm. instead? Um, and it made it much more manageable. So those are some some rubrics I'd use in order to determine what you want to play next. And if in this specific situation, definitely that means Deathloop and Kena before Mass Effect. If it's a real toss-up, I think you play the more urgent ones, but really at the core of it, play whatever you want to feel, play whatever you feel like. No, that doesn't help because this is, that just leads you into this. Like that, that's, we, sometimes, Dennis- You think they're already there? Some, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just want to be told. So I'm telling you, play Deathloop. I'm telling you, play Kena. Okay, Dennis is doing that to be contrarian. Right. I'm not. Deathloop came out before Kena. Kena's more immediate. Okay, play Kena and then play Deathloop and then ease yourself into Mass Effect. Play in reverse, re- play your games in reverse release order. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that's not a bad way to... That's not a bad rule of thumb. Anyway, Raxabo, I hope that was worth the one week. I uh, imagine... <laughs> Rexabo comes next week. I bought four more games. What do I do? <laughs> okay. oh, comes to us next week. Like, oh, I've stuffed it up, boys. If only you- last week, last Thursday, I had the deadline of making a decision. You didn't I'm give me the advice. I'm in debt now. I've sold. I've sold I started Mass Effect, and now I can't go back. Unbelievable. I'm Commander Shepard, right. and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Our next question comes to us from Uber Dennis. Uh, Uber asks video game advice. I built my wife a PC so that we could play games together, but there are just too few. There are just a few games, sorry, that we enjoy together so far. She loves Payday Two and Vistra Cleanup Detail. Very different games. Have you played Vistra Cleanup Detail? I've seen it. I've not played it. it uh, it's a very very silly game. The idea is that you are the person who comes into a video game level after the protagonist has left and blasted everyone to pieces, and yeah. you clean up all the blood and guts and dead bodies. It's it's very silly. Go on. Uh, we'd really like to play Overcooked, but the lack of actual online co-op results in very like a gameplay that isn't enjoyable. So what are some games for husband and wife that we can both enjoy? She likes shooters, all right, but most of the ones I play are too difficult for her at the moment. What are some easy shooters to start with, maybe? Goofy party games for two. Co-op is a must. I'm more experienced gamer and would probably destroy her any PvP game. Give me suggestions. Wow. <laughs> Getting out there with the... <sighs> okay. Oh, well. the, uh, oh, no, I accidentally swore right uh, in there. Sorry. What are we up to? We're 22 Okay, sorry, Dennis. Continue your point. I'll just make Riley, I'm very sorry. So Riley, I've created extra work for Riley. Use coupon code smart. Twenty-two um, fifteen. All right, go ahead. Um, what are some co-op games? You and Megan play co-op games. Nick and I play co-op games. Mm-hmm. Lay down some knowledge. What are some non-relationship destroying co-op games? Uh, Megan and I played A Way Out, which mm-hmm. was which is very good. Made by the same people as uh, It Takes Two. We, you and I went to play It Takes Two. We never did. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think there were a lot of reasons, actually, and we don't need to get into why and wherefore. Oh, Dennis has actually forgotten. That's very good. I'm not going to. We we can move on. I didn't want to play it. I didn't didn't want to play it because it was like 40 pounds. (laughs) Was that it? Yeah, it was really expensive. I'll play it eventually, man. I'll get it. I'll get it when it's on sale. All right. Hey, hey. I don't have a lot of money coming in these days, Dennis. We all know how content creators do. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot of money in, the, in that in that piggy bank. It's the top the top end of town. They're doing okay. Riley, on that note, come I on. have a proposal for you. Okay. We can get back to this question in a Okay, moment, we'll come back like to this to. question. Yep, go ahead. Sorry. You want to play Kena Bridge of Spirits? Kind of, yeah. You don't own a PlayStation 5. No, I don't. But I do. Yeah. If you want to purchase Kena Bridge of Spirits and remote play it on my PlayStation 5 through your PC, you can do that. Oh, wow. That's not bad. I don't want to play it that much, but that is that's good to know that I've got that as an option. Excellent. And then I get to just keep the game. Yeah, exactly. It's a win 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 for you. Everybody wins. Um so a way out. You play as uh two prisoners, 
right? Mm-hmm. Both been locked up. Oh, I've seen this game. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like a mobile game. <laughs> and you you escape from mm-hmm. spoiler alert, you escape from prison. The the escape from it's prison. Not called, it's not called a way in. It's yeah, like, the, well, the escape from prison isn't isn't a big part of the game. I thought it was going to be this like when you you get out of the prison in like the first chapter, right? So this isn't a big spoiler. But I thought it was going to be like planning the escape and like, mm-hmm. you know, bribing guards and manipulating other prison, doing all sorts of stuff like that. No, you're out of the prison like that. But the bulk of the game is after you break out of prison, you learn a lot about the people you that you're playing as. You learn like why they're in prison in the first place. You go back and meet characters. There's like not RPG elements in the sense you don't have skill points, but there's RPG elements in the sense that there are actually different endings that you can get to mm-hmm. based on your choices, based on how you interact with. Like, for example, as one of the guys, you go back and you visit his wife and son, right? And obviously you're on the run. You're elite, like you, you've broken out of prison. There's a manhunt looking for you. And how you deal with that when you go back to your wife and son will have an, a, an impact on the ending. Um, it's, it's a good, thoughtful game that will... It, it, it has some, yeah, some mild shooting bits that aren't too difficult. It's got, like, puzzles and stuff that you have to solve together, which are good fun. And it, the two characters are meaningfully different as well. Um, so I'd recommend that very highly. I would recommend, and someone else just recommended this as well, mm-hmm. uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Yes, and that's that's a game that scales up very, very nicely as well if you've got extra people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the other game I'd recommend to play with a, a so, sorry keep case. keep talking it but nobody explodes is there is oh sorry i just i just left that yeah so, so yes. i don't know what it is Do you want to explain what it is it's a it's a bomb defusal game where let's say ryan and i are playing together mm-hmm. i in my point of view have just this suitcase with a bomb in it that has all these little puzzles to evolve sort of like escape room style puzzles mm-hmm. yes and riley has a book with all a, the instructions a, for a it. physical you it's best if you print it out a physical yes. pdf and i face away from the screen i'm not allowed to yep. look at the bomb and Dennis will so say, "So Riley will be like, what do you see?'" And I'm like, "Okay, there's three wires." And he's like, "What's the serial code on the bottom?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's five six eight one one two. And he's like, "Okay, if it ends in a two, cut the blue wire first, yep. and then you do this, and you flip the bomb over, and all this stuff. It's very, very, very yeah, fun." It's like, is that what color is the button? Is it blinking? Like, uh, you know, yeah. And the, the puzzles get harder and harder, and the bombs get more and more difficult to defuse. Uh, it's good fun. It is. It is the sort of game you can play for half an hour and have an amazing time. The second half an hour is not as great. And then after that, it's like, oh, this is boring. And then you come back to it and you have the same half an hour of fun again. Chain, yeah. Um, it's not like a very long, you can't play it for a long time, I found. But Well, here's the economical solution, Riley. The two of you, you only need to buy one copy of the game. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's always true with to keep talking, no one explodes, right? When I'm, yeah, but it's not true for most co-op games you want to play online. If you and I want to play, yeah, for that's example, true. the like next game I'm going to re- recommend, which is where you and I play, if your wife likes shooters or something she does, yeah. play Halo together. Yeah, play Halo. Absolutely, Halo. Get in that MasterChef collection. Even if even if you're not that good at shooters, easy. Easy mode. Yeah. It, it was not like we played out a whole game on heroic and it was never that hard. We played one on legendary. Yeah. And then we played the other the rest on heroic. And um it's just it's like I know Dennis likes to kind of have a, a, a again a jape and a jest about it, but like it is just it's just one of the cleanest, well made, best made shooters. Story is as Dennis put it one time, I think the worst it possibly could be because it's too involved to ignore but sorry what is it what did you what did you say it was like they're giving me they give you they they present you with the least amount of least useful amount of exposition yes which they give you enough story that you can't like just ignore it and be like run and gun shoot the aliens let's go yeah but not enough to actually care about any of the characters have it make any sense yeah and it's so inaccessible as well so much it was locked up behind stuff but in terms of an actual shooter experience i would say with the exception of the library level in halo one it is just exceptionally well put together well paced and um 
Well, the library level in Halo 1 is great. They just make you play it 18 times in a row, basically. <laughs> That's so the, the library level, for those of you who don't know, is... Um, you're, it, like, you're like running up this like spiral column. Basically, like, yeah. You you, yeah. you have to go from level 1 to level 10, and there's not a huge, hugely meaningful difference between any of the floors. And you get to like level 3, and you're like, yep, okay, sure. We, oh, no. There's Keep seven, it going. There's seven more of these that are all kind of the same. Yeah. Not ideal. No. Uh, but yeah, Halo Halo's a great one. Uh, what other good co-op games? Um, I would not recommend playing bot lane League of Legends together. That's put some serious strain on Mario and Nikki's relationship at times. And indeed, Manorati's relationship at times. <laughs> but that's just because I want to play the game. Is there a relationship that has been strengthened by you playing League of Legends with them? Mm, no. What about Valheim? Ronan. I didn't talk to Ronan very much, and now I talk to Ronan a decent man playing League of Legends. So is that. What about Valheim? Or Minecraft? Minecraft or Valheim, I think. Yeah. Uh, Valheim, Valheim had a real sharp fall off when we played it. Yeah. Those kind of listless games are tricky because it's. I think it's easy to get bored with that definite goals. Like de- like definite goals are essential, yeah, I think, true, to yeah. cooperative games. Well, I mean, you can play Minecraft. Minecraft has a story, as far as I know now, right? Not, yeah, not really. It's, okay, it's not really the thrust of the product. But you could just build something. Like it's just basically sitting sitting and playing Lego. Like you could sit there with your partner yeah. and, just, and just build some houses and crops and stuff. That's fun. I don't know. But Age of Empires, really. 2v2. I don't know. Let's... Oh. So I, I'm going to start playing Age of Empires, right? Like streaming and that sort of stuff. And I've been I'll doing, play with you. Uh, don't, don't say that. Don't make those... Don't say that lightly, Dennis, because this is not a game... This is not, it's, not a, it's not an easy game. It's not a game you can ease yourself into. It is a very serious and very full-on... And I didn't... This isn't the sort of thing where, like... You, I guess you can play it casually, but if you want to play it even remotely, like the the, the jump between casual and competitive mm-hmm. is enormous. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to be, you're, you're open, right? Like your build order and that sort of stuff. It's got to be so clean and so, it, it's not the sort of thing that's magic. Like, ah, it'll be fine. I don't have any two drops. It'll, it'll be okay. It'll be fun. It's like, you're just going to get stomped. Right, it's just jungling the legends. Right, I've been practicing my whole life. Uh, all right, well, we'll see. Anyway, um, but yeah, there's some suggestions. What do we have? Um, a way you can out. Track it down. Army Army of Two is a really good co-op game that I recommend from a long time ago. If you can track down, I don't think it's on PC though. A way out. Um, keep talking about explodes. Keep talking about explodes. Halo. Halo, if you like. I mean, it's not Halo is not a very difficult shooter if you don't want it to be. So I'd recommend. That. No, not at all. All right, that's that done. Solve that problem, mm. Dennis. Crush that one. Um, we're Get things D- out of the digital realm and onto the table here, right? A D&D question from Ron John. I thought this one was quite interesting. So Ron John comes in and says... Well, you, you like, know, like, please, Dennis, go ahead. Well, you pause long no, enough. I, 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 I paused, absolutely. I was... I was <clears throat> and Ron John, but no, no, please, you just got in there, so let's go. Okay, okay. Ron John. A D&D question for the smart people. For the last yeah. two years, I've enjoyed a weekly game with a group of cro- a gloop, a group of close friends. A gloop of crow's friends. A gloop, a gloop of crow friends. <laughs> this has been a huge boon to my sanity over the pandemic, I can imagine. For the two-year anniversary, we were, both, we were doing a battle royale one-shot, pitting brand new level 15 characters fully equipped with a buttload of items against each other to win a deck of many things. When investigating possible builds, I accidentally broke the one-shot by using a scroll of Comet, Evasion, Featherfall, and a Ring of Force Resistance. I can kill everyone in the first round. I could play this to guarantee you I win the deck or just play something like Barbarian 15 to have more fun. What do you recommend? So well, for, for those of you who don't know, a scroll of the Comet is a uh, it's a legendary item, but you can use it to cause a comet to fall from the sky, 
and crash the ground at a point that you can see up to one mile away from you. You must be outdoors when you use the scroll or nothing happens and the scroll is wasted. You can't. So so if this outdoor battle... Arena's indoors. Yeah, then, then you're stuffed. But uh, the comet creates a 50-foot deep, 500-foot radius crater. I don't know how big that is, but I assume pretty big. Any creature in that, rad- creature in that radius, DC 20, dexterity saving throw, takes 30d10 force damage. I'll kill basically anybody. Well, level 15... Level 15, actually, maybe not. Maybe not. It's a lot of damage. Let's Sorry, is there a saving throw or anything? Uh, yeah, I just said a DC twenty. Do, well, you not you don't listen, do you? Yeah, but like if so, so a rogue is ve- if level fifteen is very likely to dodge that <clears throat> and take half damage, right? Uh, that's true. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna roll some. I'm gonna roll thirty d tens here. One hundred and thirty. Um, one hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty-seven. One hundred and forty. A a a fifteenth level rogue with evasion could survive this. Um. Mm-hmm. 161, 161 again. What are the odds? Um, a, 15, a level 15 barbarian enraged would survive it too, wouldn't they? Um, a level 15? How, much, how many hit points do they have over that that, that stage? Roughly, yeah. Well, I'm north of 100. Yeah. They'll have around, what, 100 and, 100 and something? Yeah, 120. They'll survive that. What? They'll survive that, won't they? Won't they? Depends on their constitution modifier, I guess. 110, 120 hit points, I guess. Um, in any case, what I'm saying is the the real thing, the real problem here, Riley, is not with. First of all, let's get this quick. This is a quick, easy answer. You should not do that. You should try and have fun. The goal is to have fun. The goal is not to win the deck of many things. When you play Dungeons and Dragons with a group of people, you're all entering into a social contract that you're all there to have fun, mm. and the DM is the person who's responsible for steering that funds to to make sure that everybody has roughly equitable amounts of fun. That's what the whole purpose of the yeah. game is. No, you're right. I was going to say the like, game good. because it's a one shot because there is like something at stake you know is this all of a sudden competitive D&D but no I think I think you're right I think that rule still overrides everything else like everyone's there to have fun um, the other thing is your DM your DM has screwed up mm. this is not how battle royales work why not you should pick a character stat them I guess if they're a spellcaster prep them some spells and then dump them in and have them find equipment that's oh, how battle royales that's work so true dude I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You drop in. There's an abandoned inn over here, and there's a ravine over yeah, here, and absolutely. there's a lake over here. And then you find a scroll of fireball, or you find a single card out of the deck of many things, or you find a helm of invisibility or a portable hole or whatever. That's that'd be so. Do you know what you do? You don't even prepare that. As a DM, I wouldn't prepare that because that's, I mean, I'm busy. Who's got No, the, you, you, got buy, the you buy the deck of magical items, you shuffle it, and you stick it in the middle of the table. That's what you do. Yeah. You, you yeah. have, you, you randomly generate items as, it's like, okay, I go into that house. All right. Make a loot roll, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they, you, and then, a, you, make, you make a loot table. That, yeah. That's so, oh, dude, that's such a bad. And that sounds fun. That's so much better. Because then you get a barbarian picking up a scroll of fireball, being like, what do I do with this? <laughs> 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 Oh, dude. Yeah, Dennis has broken it. I've broken it in, in, in a different way. Call your DM immediately. Yeah, and change like, the one Cancel, shot. cancel, cancel. Don't do it. Um, That actually... That sounds... Oh, that sounds I way more fun I than... I want to play like, that now, dude. Oh, that yeah, sounds Yeah, more fun than demigods just like I wanna, firing stuff at I want to get like... Because it, it would... Oh, as a DM as well, it would take no preparation. Mm-hmm. This is perfect. You find a map of an enclosed area. Just like, say like a cave, right? So it's got nice thick walls. No, screw it. that. Just rip take the Fortnite map and rename everything. No, 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 because, like, if you want, like, squares and stuff like that, sure. right? Whatever. You just take a map, right, and then you name or you have, like, the different zones and stuff they can go into. And whenever they go into a named location, they make a loot roll and see what they can find. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Oh, that's so good. The thing is, spellcasters have an immediate 
advantage. They, they come with their equipment already, basically. Yeah, yeah that's so true. It's a one-shot. Tell them not to pick spellcasters. And just literally put scrolls in the game. Yeah, there could be something that's like you have to find a scroll for, to cast the spell or something. But then they're... No, because you find staves, actually. I was going to say, like, yeah. then they're a disadvantage because they spell, cast a spell and that's it. But there are definitely rules you could do. You can find staves and, staves and wands and necklaces. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah, I'm dude. A, I'm, I'm I'm a, I want to play this now. I might do this. I'm playing a D&D with a new player. No, I want to play it. We can both play it. I want to play it. You want to play it, you want to play it on, on Zoom together with some other streamers and content creators? really fun. Ron John, call your DM right now and say, listen, burn it all down. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. Dennis has an idea. <laughs> We're doing the Dennis the Dennis Strangejack two-step program to D&D excellence. One, do but, something that I did in Dungeons & Daddies 40 episodes ago. Two. Oh, did they? Yeah, they, they did four nights. I listened to that part. Yeah. Did they not have yeah. items... Did they not? What I've what I've constructed is a little bit different. They, they all came in prep and stuff. But yeah, like they did a battle royale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think drop it because the whole purpose of battle royale is you drop in all, all on equal footing. Yes, and then you have to find loot. Yeah. 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 That's much better. All right, Ron John. Well, that's that solved. Don't use the scroll of the comet and tell your DM to uproot all their plans and start again with Dennis's idea. There you go. Problem solved. Um, we got time for one more, Dennis. Does that mean we're going to kick a question to next week again? Well, don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the question. No, no, I, I want to I introduce some tension. We're going to flip a coin here. We got no, no, no. It's, no, no, no. Don't flip a coin Armenians. because I know I know which one you want to talk about. And I, I knew. Oh no, yeah, we should probably. Do yeah, you just want to talk. You want to do Armenius' question, Petey Rahim. We'll see you next week. Well, here's the thing, Armenius' question, Riley. Just like when we talked to um, Raksab at the start, it has immediacy to it. It does have immediacy to it. Sorry, Petey, your question has been bumped to next week. The thing is, we didn't even need to say anything. I wanted to say, I wanted Petey to know we got bumped. Tune in next week to hear <laughs> Petey Rahim's question. Um, Dennis, you know what I'm going to do so we don't forget? Put it in the dock right away. I'm going to create a uh, the show notes for episode 104 right now, and I'm going to put Peter Rahim's question in it while you read Armenius' question, which is something that you wanted to talk about anyway. So much so that when I talked to you about it and you put Armenius' question here, I was like, oh, you need to make up a fake question. I was just going to bring it up, and you're like, what no, are you talking someone, about? I, like, to- I, I, I don't, Dennis, if you want to talk about something in the podcast, you can just talk about it. We don't we don't need to write fake questions in order for you to do no, it. No, I thought you'd done, but no, Armenius actually brought it up. Dear so Smart. says. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about the franchise Metal Gear Solid yet. I would love to hear lots more about the Colonel and his relationship with Meryl. Um, tell us what Armenius is wondering about. Armenius writes in writing and says, I'm not sure if this is an allowable submission. Well, let me talk to Arminius. If you didn't put it in, I was going to put it in. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on allowing all chat and multiplayer games? As League of Legends just announced in their new update, they are getting rid of all chat. So you can't talk to the enemy team in the game. It, of course, will limit an amount of toxicity, but also remove some amount of fun interactions you could have with the enemy team. Would love to hear your thoughts on it in the main podcast or in Gank Me From River. Well, welcome to Gank Me From River, because it's now we're back to league chat, which is fine because we're It's talk- pertinent here, though, because... I'm fine talking this is about a battle, this. This is a battle Arena has, too. No, it's not. And lots of games have. Dennis, it's not a battle Arena has. Arena... For all for all of the issues and faults with Arena, they have never... It's never been like, oh, now we're thinking of putting all chat in. Well, people have been asking for it, though. Yeah, but they're idiots. Okay. They don't know right. what they want. They think they want it, Dennis. They don't want it. So the, here's the thing. My experience with toxicity in League of Legends, specifically, and I speak for purpose, purpose, you know, experience with that, mostly comes from my own team when I'm not when I'm playing with randos, not the enemy team. Well, that's just a coin flip. It's not. It is. It's not. What are you talking about? 
you you are not equally likely to be toxic toxic at by all members of the game. So people are saying nasty things in team chat, not in all chat. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They don't use all chat to have a go at you. I mean, they might, but now they'll just use team chat instead. That's fine. Okay. Yep. I still see it. Um, all chat is reserved almost exclusively for trash talking. Which I don't hate. Well, I don't like it at all. So I'm. Well, here's the thing: you can turn it off. Ronan plays without all chat, for example. You can just turn it off if it's not for you. I think it's a good decision that Rito have made to get rid of it. I think whatever good all chat brings to people, they said that's exactly what they said. It is it's vastly outweighed. heavily outweighed by the bad. Not everyone's Ronan, man. Not everyone can turn it off. Some people are stuck. They don't realize that they should. They don't do it because they feel like they can't or. They, or that it's cowardly to or Exactly. Or, or they don't realize that they just should for the sake of their mental health. Some people don't have that level of, of self-awareness. So I don't think there's any meaningful downside to... Like, when, when is trash talk ever something that is necessary or useful on the internet? It's never necessary, but I, I think it's fun. But do it with your friends. Like, when... like I, I don't know. Trash talking <sighs> random people on the internet, I think, is as bad as BM. I mean, it's definitely BM. Yeah, and no. look, you're right. It's I think it's a clear choice. It's just an interesting... Like, do you think Arena's lesser for not having chat? No, it's so... What, n- never would I... No, absolutely <laughs> not. I would never want chat on a... I would never want my opponent to have, have the ability to message me in a game. Never. Oh, passive-aggressive stickers only? Well, they're annoying. But I mean, you can turn them off straight away. You just mute people. I guess you could do that as well if they had chat. But, like, I don't want that. The uh, here's the only time that I've ever wanted chat with an opponent, right? Is when they're playing some cool list, right? And I'm sitting there doing everything I can to draw out the game, right, as yeah. long as possible to get them to play as many cards as possible, so I can go through their graveyard and write down all the cards they're playing, so I can try to reverse engineer their deck, right? And that's the only time mm-hmm. that I've been just. I wish I could just hey, tweet me your list, send me like send me a list, send me a deck list, right? Um, apart from that, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Even just like the people emoting and that sort of stuff and being rude that way, it is, it, it's... It's funny because I remember like if I ever... If I watch videos from like King Sticks, for example, who's a YouTuber that makes a lot of jungle videos. King's what, teaching. sorry? King Sticks. King's... King Sticks, S-T-I-X. That's just his username. I didn't think you said Sticks there, but go on. You thought I said King's Dennis's. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Um, and he he'll, he he's like, all right, number one rule for playing jungle in solo queue: get into your game, hit enter, type slash mute all. You don't need to hear from them. Your teammates don't know what you're talking about. What they're talking about. Your enemy team doesn't know what you're talking about. Just leave them alone. Oh, it's not mute for you. all, as in like mute all chat, mute team chat, mute all all chat, team chat, pings, emotes, everything. Pings, everything. You're playing actual solo. You're playing playing single Silent, player league. Yeah. Yeah, single player league legends. He's like, they don't know what to talk about. They think they might, they don't. Yeah. Well, forget about it. They'll only distract you. Yeah. Um, and that's quite a common sentiment. But um, I think I'm like, ah, oh, all chat's gone. But I don't have any real reason to defend. Like, I can't think of any reasonable argument for it to stay, <laughs> to be honest. Just the, the slightly. I'm like, oh, sometimes the trash talk is funny. It's like, that's not enough. Yeah. And how <laughs> often is that the case people. to when it's actually yeah. like. The thing is, it's not just the people that are. It's not just the people who are on the receiving end of it. It's the people who sit there and are enabled to just be assholes all the time and just sp- yeah. just spew this constant. Like at least it puts a lid on them. Yeah, it limits them. It certainly limits the damage you can do. But like I said, the vast majority is team damage. Now, if you're playing as a five stack, now there's nobody to talk to. 
What do you mean? If you're playing as a group of five, yeah. there's no randos for you to talk to anymore. But that's fine. You can't communicate with it. That's good. Like that's yeah. what I mean. Is there's if you have five assholes, they will not be able to spew hate on anybody. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, I, I just I still do not see a downside to this. Not one that's meaningful. No. It does feel a little bit like you guys didn't know how to handle this. We're taking it away. That's and fine. That's the truth. But no, that's, 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 the truth. that's exactly it, you know. And and I mean, Rito's not a perfect company by any means. Far from no. it. But they, they, I think they made a good call. When, I think you're when, right. When people make good decisions, I think they should they recognize they should be recognized for that. Do you know one thing? Yeah, that, th- do you know the thing that bugs me in situations like this? Right. What's that? When when a company or a person or whatever right makes a long overdue decision. And the response is, it took you took you long enough. Finally, mm-hmm. that's not helpful. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't do it. Like that doesn't do. Like the the analogy that was used to me there to explain this to me was like, imagine you're a parent of a grumpy teenager, right? And this mm-hmm. teenager never is always on the phone, never talks, never engages, and like all you want them to do is just come down and enjoy a meal with the family and talk to you, like. And when you say, "How's your day?" What kind of meal, Riley? Uh, well, any kind of meal, Dennis. From any, from. Any <laughs> How would you describe the 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 moisture content of the meal? Uh, as long as the meal is very succulent, Dennis, then I don't think there's any issue. <laughs> um, but they come down and they just don't engage. And then one day they do come down to dinner and they start talking and they start chatting and they're more open and that sort of stuff. And the parents are like, oh, look who's woken up! Nice to have you. Oh, oh, that sort yeah. of stuff. That is just going to make the teenager never want to do it again because attention's being drawn to that sort of thing, right? You have to incentivize and reward the behavior you want people to have, like, not I'm, scold I'm not them saying for doing Rito is a rights of perfect company. I'm not saying that you know now they're deserving of endless adulation and praise, but like it doesn't help when you're like, oh, finally it took you long enough. It's like thank you for impacting meaningful positive good call, change. Yeah. yeah, good call, well done. You don't have to mm. go off the deep end about how terrible, like you know. And the, the other the other common response is good. Now fix X. It's like okay, well, it's come right, on, mate, settle yeah. down. Give him, you know, it's like let's give him a little, let's let's give him a little bit of a pat on the back before we start giving them clips over the ear holes again. I don't know, it's just it, it it bugs me a bit. I know that these no, it bugs me too. I agree. Aren't perfect, but like Rita made a good decision. I think they deserve at least one pat. They get they get a pat on the back here. Yeah, I think right. I mean, it's, I think Ryan and I both broadly agree with Riot that it, the the bad outweighs the good, and it's not pretty. It's pretty. It's not close at all. I don't think so, man. I don't, I just can't think of a reason to like league is already a miserable enough experience (laughs) why make it worse i don't think there needs to be anything that makes it worse dennis all right well that brings us neatly riley to the end of our episode does it yeah what was neat about that i mean it was until i you 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 called me up i'm trying to think of the segue here we don't need anything that makes it worse anyway here's the end of the show That wasn't quite what I meant. I just meant like the end of that conversation. <laughs> hey, here's a bad again. thing that's been made slightly less bad. Just like our show is now ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best thing about Scrimmy River is it's over. Yeah. So like you don't have to listen to it anymore. Um, is there anything you want to regale the audience with before we before we dismount? That I'm not sure if that's just the we're wrapping up, so here's you know, your final chance, or is there something that I said I was going to talk about and I haven't? No, no, no. That was the, 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 There's nothing on my list. I'm like, is there anything you want to... And AOB, any other business, right? Any other business? I'm good. Let's go. To, let's, let's lunch it. Let's lunch it. Actually, I'm going to go I'm going to have some so, lunch as well. Thank you all for listening to this wonderful episode of Scrammy River. Head to scrammyriver.com to support the podcast. Um, you've been Riley. I've been Dennis. The music's been by Joaquin Karud. The podcast has been brought to you by scrammyriver.com. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Fully hijack the sponsorship, baby. <laughs> <laughs>